Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Star Wars 7x7 episode 1232. I've got interviews to share with you from Daisy Ridley and Kelly Marie Tran and also updates from Ron Howard on post-production on Solo, A Star Wars Story. This is going to be a short episode like the episodes are supposed to be because we're going long this weekend. Punch it, Chewie. This is Todd Vander Hayden. I'm a national Canadian television anchor with CTV News and a syndicated radio host. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And the interviews with Daisy Ridley and with Kelly Marie Tran, separate things, uh, one of them is with USA Today, that's Daisy Ridley doing press for Murder on the Orient Express, and of course, they have to ask her about Star Wars stuff. The article, or the interview with Kelly Marie Tran is on BuzzFeed, and it's not tied to anything other than to profiling Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran, excuse me. And I might as well dispense with the solo bit real quick. Ron Howard has tweeted a couple of photos that basically tell us nothing yet. Nothing intriguing or tantalizing or scintillating by what he's shared so far. Just that he is in post-production working on Solo, A Star Wars Story. There is a photo that has some sort of brightness to it and some girders in the foreground or something like that. But there's absolutely no way to tell what we're looking at whatsoever. So... Solo news is thus dispensed with. Meanwhile, here are some of the things that Daisy Ridley got asked about during her press junket for murder, 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 murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> as far as Porgs go, Daisy Ridley herself actually likes Porgs a lot. But in the interview here, it says uh, Ray won't fall for the creature's charms. Ray honestly is too wrapped up in her own journey to pay attention to Porgs, says Ridley, which is a sad thing, quote unquote. And then there's a bit about. Uh, Snoke testing Ray, and this, of course, dovetails to things that Ryan Johnson says about what's the biggest challenge he could he could put in front of characters, and I guess testing is one way you could think of that. Ridley says he Snoke looks mental; he's an evil guy if you can call him a guy. And she says that scene where we see in the trailer where she's almost horizontal and screaming, probably under something Snoke is doing to her. She says, it was painful. My throat hurt after that one. And then she says, Snoke is one of those tests for Ray. And when I say testing, it's the worst use of testing ever, quote unquote. Does make you wonder, of course, if familial concerns are involved in this, whether Snoke actually has any sense of her original family. And if so, what are the chances that mom and dad, for whatever reason, left her on Jakku and you know, whoever mom and dad are. And Snoke somehow has mom and dad captive for some reason or another and is able to wield that power against Rey as well. That would be something interesting, wouldn't it? And considering that the hook has been baited about whether Rey and Kylo are going to have some sort of meeting the minds in The Last Jedi with that scene where she's you know, saying, I need help finding my place in all this and they cut to him holding his hand out right so the question here has to do with um whether something special is going on with ray and kylo
Ren. And Daisy Ridley says, these are two people who represent two very different sides of life, good and evil. That's going to be explored more in this. And that's all she will say. As far as Luke goes, she says uh, she thinks there's going to be a warm welcome. But Luke went to this island to get away and he doesn't want to be disturbed. But she also says that Skywalker takes, quote, a tremendous journey from the beginning of the relationship to ultimately where they end up in the film. And that naturally suggests some sort of redemption storyline potential for Luke as well. It's something that we've talked about going all the way back to May and the Vanity Fair cover story, which incidentally... When you check out the Keller, the <laughs> I don't know why I'm having trouble with words tonight. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran. When you check out the Kelly Marie Tran interview, you find out among other interesting facts that when she appeared on the cover for that Last Jedi cover story, that she was the first Asian American woman to appear on the cover of Vanity Fair ever, and that's just shocking. To me in this day and age i mean really is that possible but apparently it is and i'm sure you could tick the boxes and say well there hasn't been a this person or there hasn't been a that person or there hasn't been the other person you know but really an asian woman like come on like that's a pretty broad category you know so let's not <laughs> split hairs about these things anyway thank goodness that ceiling has finally been busted anyway the kelly marie tran article and interview is really fun and you get a sense of her wonderful personality in it you also get a ton of information about her background and not just professionally but personally too and it is absolutely remarkable and i will link to it at the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com as will i link to the daisy ridley usa today interview too so the things i want to share with you on the podcast at least from the kelly marie tran <laughs> interview i'm just gonna have to say it slower tonight uh i'm saying tonight of course this is going out at 3 a.m in the early early morning but we're recording on friday evening friday evening thursday evening thursday evening wow no wonder i'm just messed up on time right now it's been a an interesting day to say the least and i will explain why after the break but we're not at the break just yet so fun things to share from the article by keely flaherty Keeley says that Kelly spent her days on set watching the likes of Benicio Del Toro, Andy Serkis, Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, and Laura Dern in what she described as, quote, ultimate acting school. Now, before you get worked up about whether she's in scenes with all these people, it says Tran went to set every day even if she wasn't filming. So that doesn't give you anything to read into. Uh, it also says that uh, Kelly hung out in the creatures department and learned a lot and flags the fact that she dressed in a makeshift porn costume for Halloween this year, spent weekends watching movies with Mark Hamill and his family, shared a trainer with Daisy Ridley, and eventually learned how to push a car. That's interesting. And then um, this is the one I really wanted to share. It says, Tran found herself worrying. This was her first big gig, and she was treading very carefully, often worried she might offend someone. Then she met Carrie Fisher. What a woman, Tran nodded pointedly. The best thing about Carrie that I witnessed was that she was just purely honest, no matter how messy that was or how complicated that was. Here is the best. While Tran organized, er, agonized over adhering to her trainer's fitness regimen, Fisher showed up and walked the treadmill, sipping a Coke and smoking a cigarette. I don't know how to explain it. Without even protecting me, she was. Just by being herself, Kelly Tran said. Now, can you just imagine Carrie Fisher showing up on set to walk a treadmill, sipping a Coke, and smoking? Oh, my word. I love that woman so much, and I miss her so much. Ugh. 
What a shame. But thank goodness she was there for Kelly in the midst of all of this. And that's as much as I'm going to share because that's all really there is that has any particular meat to it specific to the last chat I had to share. But it, it really is a good read. And so please do check it out at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. Now, why am I so loopy for some reason? <laughs> well, I'll tell you about the day I've had it, which is really a way of telling you what you've got on tap for Saturday and Sunday on the podcast after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Nissan and their Master the Drive sweepstakes going on now through November 27th. You can enter for the chance to win your own personalized ride inspired by Star Wars The Last Jedi. Plus, you and three friends could get tickets to the opening night screening of The Last Jedi at the world-famous El Capitan Theater in Los Angeles and, and a limited edition Executioner Trooper collectible helmet. All you have to do to enter is go to NissanUSA.com slash Star Wars to customize a Star Wars-inspired Nissan vehicle. Again, that's NissanUSA.com slash Star Wars to enter. And last but not least, here are the legal details. Deep breath. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Contest ends November 27, 2017. You must be 18 years or older to enter. It's for residents of the 50 U.S. states and Washington, D.C. only. Entries, rules, and odds are at NissanUSA.com slash Star Wars, and it's void where prohibited. Welcome back. All right, so why am I so loopy at this point? Well, it's been a rather intense day. Among other things in general, I've recorded two interviews, which are going to be the sum and substance of Saturday and Sunday's episodes of the podcast. On Saturday, you're going to be hearing my conversation with Patrick Johnson. He is a physicist at Georgetown University and the author of the new book, The Physics of Star Wars, and we get into all sorts of wonderful conversations and side conversations as well. But we will particularly be talking about three topics of great interest to Star Wars fans and as far as physics goes, how physics actually applies to them, specifically lightsabers and sound in space and the Kessel Run. So tune in on Saturday for that. That will be a longer podcast, as will Sunday's podcast, which is... Another conversation with Bobby Roberts. You may remember Bobby from his time doing Rumor Control on Full of Sith and being part of their podcast. He was for a time a podcast force ghost at large, as he liked to refer to himself. But he is mainly a writer and podcast producer these days. And he joined me again on the podcast to talk about 12 O'Clock High, which is one of the movies that Ryan Johnson has cited as a prime inspiration for his work on The Last Jedi. So Bobby and I are going to dissect, are going to dissect 12 O'Clock High from all sorts of different angles and talk about how it could have influenced Ryan Johnson and how it might influence the characters and setups and scenes in The Last Jedi. But until those two debut, it's time for me to end this particular podcast and say to you, thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you become a spy for the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a night at the space opera, it's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.